The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. Neve Cavanagh. You know, that is such a catchy tune and I'll tell you how catchy. I actually came into the office singing it today and one of my colleagues, damning and faint praise, I think it's fair to say, said, oh my God, it's like having Neve in the room, Kieran." Excellent, Kieran. Yeah. And I'm, I'm slightly <laughs> disappointed I didn't actually hear that. Yeah. Well, <laughs> Maybe now. Maybe now. The, the, uh, a relief to the nation that they didn't hear me singing it. Um, th- 30 years ago. I know. I Incredible. Know. 30 years, I know. And you're looking at me saying it was only 10. Cheerily. I know. I, I'm, I am amazed. I am amazed. Um, it must bring back great memories, though, every year yeah. around Eurovision time for you. Does oh, no, it? definitely. I mean, you know, Eurovision, I revisit it every year. I mean, I don't live in it all year, but I actually revisit it. And I love the fact that I was involved in it in that way, obviously. Mainly because of Mill Street itself, initially. Because Mill Street was like almost like its own town, mm. you know, as in Eurovision land. And so the experience of it was slightly different because I've been to other Eurovision since and it was slightly different uh, feel off it there. I don't know whether it's just like, you know, because it was my year. but uh, And then when I went back in 2010, I loved that as well. A completely different thing. How did that come about? Well, uh, actually, um, Niall Mooney, who was one of the writers, basically bullied me. To, no, no. <laughs> he, he just kept writing to me and said, why would you not? And yeah. it was just a good time for me. And I liked the song very much so you know I had a great time both times I mean yeah. I won one didn't win the other but it doesn't make any difference both of them had a very positive impact on me because hundreds of millions of people look at you I, I, It must have been strange to go back in 2010 is it? Yeah. as a competitor but also when you're there I assume you, oh, you're yeah. kind of treated a little bit like Eurovision Royal like there's a oh. former winner and, yes, and, and, you know oh my god she's actually competing as well this returning year returning queen gets yeah. special treatment there's no doubt about it especially by the fans because yes. the fans absolutely love it when you come back because they understand then that you appreciate what the competition's all about you know, well so. it, you mentioned the fans I mean that mm. that is one thing that is markedly different now when you watch it compared mm-hmm. to even the TV experience I know maybe they were hugely important for you there in Mill Street or wherever it happened to be sure. held 30 years ago but now it's like, it is just crazy, the shots on television, <laughs> isn't it? Compared to yeah, 30 are, years ago. I think they definitely existed, but you didn't actually see them all in one space. Yes. You know, so there is that element of it. But, you know, the very first night I won the national final was when I actually met the Eurovision fans for the first time. I was ill prepared for the level of knowledge I needed. Yeah. They're kind <laughs> of like, they, and I, I say yeah. this with all due respect, they're kind of like those... Um, comic book fans aren't they yeah, they'll tell you exactly what issue different things happened and I know but you know what, what I come across that in football fans as well you know well, no it's true, today, like, it's they so even true, know the type true. of shorts they wore on the day I'm just saying you know it, we talk about fanatics but we all have our thing we're fanatical yes. about so you know the reality is just because it's not as cool to be your vision fan but actually Hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of thousands of people are actually fa- fans of the, Euro- the Eurovision all over the world, not just in Europe. And the fans are key now as well in terms of determining who Without wins. Without a doubt. Yeah. No, there is. But actually the public, the public are key. Yes. Now, it'll be interesting to see what happens this year in the semifinals because it's only the public voting. Mm. So that'll change the 
at uh, the demographic a little bit because we always notice when the jury's vote goes in and then the public vote goes in it's usually very different you don't really see it on the semis cause, but they both exist in it Yeah. but this year it is just the public so it'll be very interesting because not as many of the public watch the semis as they do the final Yes so will that work in Ireland's favour or against us do you it's suspect? our first year so we have to test the theory mm. we have to test the theory if they own it on the night and enough people are watching and go actually I quite like that yeah it could work in our favour it really just depends there's a lot of big hitters in this year they're mm. talking about the, the hard semi-final but nearly every year they're in the hard semi-final I think just getting out of the semi-final is quite difficult you're talking about a lot of countries wanting to vote for you you have to have every country really vote for you to get out and it's the block voting I mean is is that a real phenomenon? Yeah, but I think it's more social than po- political. Yes, that's interesting now because there was a piece and I, I can't remember was it Linda Martin who of course won the year before you sure. uh, or, or Louis Walsh I was reading in, in the paper at mm-hmm. the weekend and one of them made this point that yeah, it, it's not that you know kind of political leaders or policy makers no. in Poland want to vote for the, 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 the singers across the border. It's rather that they're exposed to each other's music and well, they know each other's acts. Without a doubt. But then the other thing that happened, if you think about it, in the noughties, Poland and Lithuania did really well here out of the Irish vote. Yes. Because the Polish and the Lithuanians were here voting like mad, you know, because they cared about what was happening. We need the Irish disparate to actually vote for Ireland. You know, not just the public that are just watching what's happening. Obviously, it's important that other people want to. But if the Irish got involved, and let's be honest, we've colonised most countries. Yeah, you know? exactly. We, we need to bring in more of, of, of our kind of, our, we get in the Canadians and the Americans Lads. and New Zealand, bring them all in, let them vote. I think That's we'd it. be shoo-ins. Oh, we'd be lashing at them, I tell you. <laughs> I know. And I mean, I often talk about the big ones that don't have to qualify. They sit very nicely in the final every year. Mm. We manfully go up against it every year and we give it our best shot. And I have nothing but support for anybody who does that. So what do you make of Wild Youth? I think they're great. I think they'll do well in the uh, in the arena. I think they'll do well for us tonight. I want them to just go and enjoy it, not think about what's beyond it, because you can't. You have no mm. control over what happens after that. Believe me, I've been that soldier. <laughs> and, you know, the reality is you just go, you do it and you represent yourself well, that's it. After that, it's up to the people at home. And we can't control that. It'd be, it'd be great to be in oh, the final amazing. again, wouldn't it? Yes, I'm desperate for it. I am desperate because I, if I get asked one more time, what do we have to do to fix it? And you're going to ask me that question. Oh, well, you, you, you must have seen what I had written down <laughs> here. You know, the truth is we have to stop chasing it. Stop chasing the dream of what do we have to write to make Eurovision win. We have to do what we do best. If you think about it, Ryan O'Shaughnessy did a fantastic job for us a couple of years ago because he wrote a great song with his heart and really told a great story. Mm. And he was right in there in the final, did really well. You know, he was our best uh, option for a couple of years. So that's what we, we need to stop thinking about how to win Eurovision. We just have to go and say, we want to be on the stage because hundreds of millions of people are going to see us do what we do. I don't get that people don't get that about that contest. Mm. I get that they think it's a bit kitsch, but you can own your three minutes any way you want to own it. And Ireland have great taste in music. They just need, people just need to be brave enough to go for it. So the budding kind of songwriters out there, don't sit in a room listening to Neve Kavanagh and Linda Martin and and Emer Quinn and trying to channel the kind of the ballads of the past. Sending us back is not the answer. You know, every year they say, would you not go back, Neve? I'll gladly go back as part of the delegation and have (laughs) the crack, right? It's not that I don't think that 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 is not the answer. There's plenty of talent in this country to go back Mm. and do something fantastic. It would be amazing. But you know, I think I think you have to stop thinking about 
how do we make this win? I think we have to think about what's exciting about what we produce as music in our country. And there's huge amounts of it. Wouldn't it be brilliant to have it back here as well? Oh, the Eurovision. so fun. I mean, we got to the point where we were very relaxed at the end of the 90s. We're saying, oh, sure, we're, look, every second year. Oh, yeah. genius at coming back, lads. We can't be caught. Like all Ireland medals down in Kerry. We just said, oh, listen, oh, it's only a matter of time. Do you know? But you know, if, I think we're very ready for it now. You know, we're very prosperous as a country. We're very exciting. You know, it's no... A mistake that we actually roared into the Celtic tie around that time our confidence grew but we're now no longer the cheeky chappies of Europe we have to stand up and really do what we do so that was the great joke at the time wasn't mm. it we, we had to try and lose it for a oh, couple of years because we couldn't, we couldn't afford to run the Eurovision <laughs> I mean even on my year I still remember the DG of RTE and his pale face and the audience knowing he had to pay for another book you know it's like oh my gosh you know so yeah there is that uh, so I'm um, listening you, you as you say you lean into it at this time of year every sure. year as well you should um, mm-hmm. so I'm sure you've got a busy schedule over the next few days yeah um, you'd love to be in Liverpool though I'd say would you yeah but I don't generally go it's funny actually because I think the Eurovision the current Eurovision is about the current Eurovision people yeah you know and we there's plenty of time the rest of the year for nostalgia and, and you know let's be honest 30 years ago makes us nostalgia no matter mm-hmm. how fabulous and current we think we are you know the truth is what's happening now is important and so you know I'm not saying if they invited me over and decided to pay me for a few things I'd go I always joke about the fact that they only go when they pay me. But, you know, I'd love to go one time, I think. You know, I want to be part of the delegation because you want to be doing all the fun stuff. But basically, I'd love to go one time just to have the crack at it because every single time I go I have to be good and mind my mm. voice. <laughs> okay, so listen, we have uh, fingers and toes and everything crossed for Wild 100%. Youth. Uh, who though have you your smart money on? It's really hard to say because I know everybody's talking about Lorraine, you know, everybody talks about that. Um, the truth is there's a couple there that are very dark. I think Finland is really gaining very strong thing because he's very kitchen, very fabulous. If he does it on the night, God knows how the public will relate to that. There's so many in there and I absolutely adore France. You know, so, you know, every year France brings their own space into that. So I love it. But, you know, who knows? All right. Well, listen, it's been an absolute pleasure, Neve, and uh, great to see you again and enjoy the next few days. Oh, I will. I will. Uh, Neve Kavanagh, who, of course, won the Eurovision 30 years ago. I hate to age you again, Neve. 30, 30 years ago uh, since she won it. Uh, uh, and I'm sure everybody else, uh, like us, will have fingers and toes crossed uh, for Wild Youth. Uh, the semi final tonight, second semi finals on Thursday, and then the big event uh, this weekend. The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan. Weekdays from four on News Talk.